Today on Seahawks Forever, tough break for the Seahawks, literally. Wide receiver Jackson Smith and Jigba, a broken wrist, having surgery today in Philadelphia. We'll know more after the surgery, but in the meantime, I'll tell you what we do know. I'll tell you what the best and worst case scenario is and who steps up in the meantime. Here we go. Welcome to the Seahawks Forever podcast, in-depth analysis on everything Seahawks. And now here's your host, Dan Viennes. ESPN's Adam Schefter broke the news early this morning. Here is the tweet. Seahawks first round draft pick Jackson Smith and Jigba is undergoing wrist surgery today in Philadelphia, but still could have a chance to be ready for the start of the regular season per sources. Surgery will determine how long he will miss. He hurt his wrist Saturday night versus Dallas. In fact, he hit, he heard it on that 48 yard uh, long pass from Drew Locke uh, down to the one yard line. Landed hard against the turf at the one and broke a bone in his left wrist. Uh, and Jigba taken with the 20th pick overall by the Seahawks this year. The f- second of two first-round draft picks for them. Had six catches for 83 yards in Seattle's first two preseason games. And um, from the day he stepped on the field, um, has been one of the best players in camp. It's it's been a long time since we've had a rookie uh, step onto the field for the Seahawks and just look like he was ready to go from the get go and was going to play a huge role in this offense. Still will at a certain point, um, and we'll, we'll get into those possibilities. And again, we'll know more later today. Um, once we do, um, certainly follow me on Twitter at Seahawks Forever. We can react to it there if the news is big, and by big I would mean bad. Um, I'll try to go live later tonight and uh, react to that as well as we get more details. But first of all, hit like on the YouTube channel, subscribe to the show uh, on YouTube and also on whatever audio podcast app you use. And as I mentioned before, follow me at Seahawks Forever. And to subscribe, just hit that little notification down there in the lower right-hand corner of your screen as you're looking at it. Okay. Um, so a couple of doctors weighed in on Twitter. Here's this was the most extensive diagnosis or um, uh, I guess projection, potential projection. And he gave a range. This is Dr. Jesse Morse at Dr. Jesse Morse. He is a sports medicine physician. Um, he says initial thoughts on Seahawks Jackson Smith and Jigba wrist fracture. No details. So. Uh, he goes on to say that wrists are complicated, hopefully not a ligament tear. There are no reports that ligaments are involved at this point. But again, it does say we'll know more after surgery and that'll determine the outcome. Uh, ligaments take longer to recover from. He says, best case scenario, it's a small fracture, an avulsion fracture, he calls it. He has quick surgery and he's ready for week one. As it said in Adam Schefter's tweet, that is a possibility. Obviously, that's the best case scenario. More realistic, (laughs) this is where it gets a little foreboding. More realistic is a small fracture and a plate screw insertion. In that case, he's out for four to six weeks. If complicated or ligament repair necessary, could be much longer. Likely being repaired at Rothman or Philly Hand Center. If that's the case, six to eight weeks for full contact. Think He says, wide receivers need their hands. So think two months, in which case he'd be a candidate for the pup list. Likely to impact the first four to six games. 
So that's a little less optimistic than the Schefter tweet, which just mentioned could be back for week one. Here we have a sports medicine physician saying more realistic is that there a plate or screw will need to be inserted. Um, that would be bad, right? <laughs> uh, but here's the good news. Even if it comes to that, uh, another doctor weighed in, Tom Christ. He's a board-certified orthopedic specialist and a physical therapist at Fantasy Injury T on Twitter. Tough one for the rookie. Hopefully he can return soon. This should not impact his production when, he's re- when he returns and is not a concern for long-term health. The good news here, if it's if there are no ligaments involved, if a plate or screw does not need to be inserted, is we have this little extra time to work with, right? We have week zero in the preseason. I don't know how much you would have played Saturday morning anyway. And then there's two full weeks until the opener on September 10th. So we have three weeks here. And again, we'll know more once the surgery is done. So what do they do in the meantime? Because now, I mean... That wide receiver group, if it was fully healthy, I don't think there would be a lot of concern here at all. Seahawks have a lot of options. But that 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 position group is a little bit of a mash unit right now. Next up, obviously, would be D. Eskridge, but he has the six-game suspension he's dealing with, and he also hurt his knee, right? So he would have been out anyway. Uh, next man up after that, most likely, would be Derek Young. He's, he's battling a groin thing, but he played against the Cowboys on Saturday. But he played poorly. Didn't catch any of his four targets, and two of them were flat-out drops. Next up after that, Cody Thompson. Has a little bit of a shoulder thing, but played against Dallas. Had a catch, and, and if he's healthy, he's a guy that's, that's going to contribute. Now, as far as slot guys go, Cade Johnson would very likely be the next man up. Was having a really great OTA season and training camp. The uh, former undrafted free agent out of South Dakota State. But he's in, remember that Minnesota game, I think it was on a kick return, uh, had to be carried off the field. Um, He's still in concussion protocol. Now, is there a chance that he would be okay by September 10th? Very, very much so. Very much so that there's a chance. I'm not trying to be a doctor here. First and foremost, and obviously this does impact a guy who stood out as much as anybody in the preseason games next to JSN, Jake Bobo, the undrafted free agent out of UCLA. Now, is he going to help in the slot? Could. I mean, teams have used big slots before, right? But certainly as far as a role goes and contributing, Jake Bobo just got more important to this roster and solidified even more his spot on this roster. As if, you know, I said yesterday on the show, I think he's made the team. Um, and then there's some guys on the roster that, that were really on the outside looking in, on the bubble, fighting to make the team that have an opportunity now. You know, if the Seahawks have to start the season with D. Eskridge and JSN on the injured list or suspended list for Eskridge, and possibly Cade Johnson not getting back in time. Uh, Matt Landers, you know, the kid out of Arkansas, another undrafted free agent, 6'4", 200, 4'3", speed. 
made the play on the touchdown throw from Ehlers against the Vikings. But if you're looking for guys to fill JSN's role that are more like him, it would be more like Cade Johnson. How about Aesop Winston Jr., the former WSU Cougar, had the touchdown from Drew Locke against the Vikings? He's got a groin thing, didn't suit up against the Cowboys. If he's healthy, I like his chances of fighting for a roster spot because he can play that slot, catches the ball well in traffic, good route runner. He's got a little something to him, and he can return kicks, which the Seahawks, JSN, I think on the death chart, was the second punt returner. They they had him in line to potentially do some return duty. Those are the main guys. The real dark horses, John Hall, the Division II player, had the blocked punt against the Cowboys. Tyshawn Lindsay is interesting, the little 5'8 receiver out of Oregon State. Had a, had a big play in the passing game against the Cowboys and also had a really nice punt return. Definitely fits that slot profile. If the Seahawks like his ability to return kicks, he could have a shot. Seahawks typically keep five wide receivers. They have kept six. Obviously, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. Are any of those other names locks at this point? You know, I said, I mentioned on the last show, I was having a debate on Twitter a week or so ago about somebody who thought Matt Landers really, really was going to make the roster. And I counted Derek Young as a lock, but after his performance against the Cowboys, I don't know. But Seahawks may need him. Just He may have made the roster by default at this point. But if they keep five, you're talking DK, Tyler, Bobo. I think those are the three locks at this point. And it's wide open. Some combination of Cody Thompson. I think in that case, Cody makes the team. And if he's healthy, I think it's Kate Johnson. With Landers, Lindsey, Winston kind of on the outside looking in. Certainly practice squad candidates, guys, you can call up on game day. Or here's another thing to consider. What if they carry one less wide receiver to start the season and carry another tight end? Tyler Mabry's had a nice preseason. He really fits into that group. Good, solid, steady player. As much as tight ends are used in this offense, and a lot of times two on the field at a time, what about trying to fill some of that void by carrying another tight end? Seahawks added a tight end today. Sal Canella, former Auburn player. He was undrafted in 2020, bounced around the league a little bit, landed with the Arlington Renegades of the USFL last year, um, was on that championship team, catching passes from Luis Perez, 6'5", 242 pounds, led the Renegades with uh, 42 catches, 415 yards last year. Uh, in the championship game, had four catches for 71 yards and a 41-yard touchdown. Just a little more tight end depth there. Now, could they add from the outside? Of course they could. There will be options. We're cutting from 90 down to 53 this year, man. That's that's a huge, I keep saying it, I keep calling it another wave of free agency, but it really is. I don't know, how many players is that? Someone, quick, do some math, right? 37 times 32. Um, so there will be some receivers available. It's just so hard to pick up a receiver off the street, indoctrinate him into your playbook and your offense and expect him to contribute right away. 
But what if there are some guys available who are familiar with the Seahawks system? Uh, two came to mind immediately. Cleveland Browns have a lot of good, interesting young talent at the wide receiver position. What if Marquise Goodwin doesn't make the roster? Well, he's not healthy. In fact, he's been on the non-football injury list since July, I think, with um, blood clots. So he's not an option. How about Penny Hart? Penny Hart signed with Atlanta this offseason, the longtime kind of fringy back end of the roster player for the Seahawks. Only has one catch for nine yards with the Falcons. He's listed uh, in the second wave on the Falcons depth chart, according to our lads. Um, But he's hurt right now too. He's in concussion protocol, uh, banged his head off the turf in their last game, and he's not available right now, which actually in 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 a way might make it even tougher for him to make that team. That could be an option. Penny Hart gets out of the concussion protocol and gets waived. That might make a lot of sense. He could step right in and contribute week one if JSN is going to miss any time. Um, In the long run, obviously, the Seahawks are going to be fine. JSN is going to be fine, as that one physical therapist said. Um, And I think that receiver group is going to be fine. Even if they hadn't drafted Jackson Smith and Jigman in the first round this year, I think people would still be feeling pretty good about the fact that DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are the lead dogs in that room. But we, oh man, it would just be a little bit of a gut punch after watching how dynamic, how good JSN has been throughout the offseason. Again, we'll know more possibly later today. Follow me on Twitter at Seahawks Forever, and I'll try to, I'll try to react uh, to the news whenever it comes out. Just want to get my thoughts in on that and uh, react to it because certainly, certainly big news, not the kind of news that you want to hear at this point in training camp as, uh, as you start to ramp up. You know, the Seahawks finished preseason Saturday morning, 10 o'clock Pacific time against Green Bay. Um, I should be able to react to that game immediately after it. So look for that. A lot of stuff coming up on the show this week. Um, so we had to reschedule. I know I said I had, um, had planned to be on the We Talk Seahawks podcast with Josh Edwards and friends in the UK on Monday. There were some technical difficulties on his end. We are rescheduled for tomorrow. So look for that. I'll I'll tweet out the link once that's done. Uh, Adam's going to be joining me. We're scheduled to talk on Thursday. I'm going to do my final 53-man roster projection, get his his reaction to that, his thoughts on that. Uh, Brian Nemhauser is going to hop on the show with me Sunday, I believe. We haven't nailed down a time yet, but uh, really looking forward to talking to Brian. Been been following what he does for a very long time. Met him in person recently, and uh, really looking forward to getting him on the show and getting his thoughts. Um, that you know that'll be after the final preseason game. What he thinks the roster is going to look like in some of those battles, and and how he thinks the team looks going into into week one. And uh, some big news, you know, I talked about the other day, going to be part of the the inaugural team at the the new app, PSF Pro Sports Fan. You can download it now in the Apple App Store. Uh, Android, I'm not sure if it's out yet, should be released any day now. They're expecting it to be released at some point this week. And w- what this thing is, really excited about it. Sean Salisbury's the the one of the brainchilds behind this thing and the president of the company. Um, he got on our Zoom call on Thursday and got us all pumped up. I was ready to run through a brick wall after that. Uh, it's going to be an interactive experience for you, the fan. That's why it's called the Pro Sports Fan app. Um, we'll do a midweek show, you know, just checking in on where the Seahawks are and, and kind of reviewing and previewing. 
but it's the game day experience that's that's really going to be fun. Think Manning Cast, but on your phone, and you get to be involved. If you could call into the Manning Cast, it would be kind of like that, where we'll have real time stats. We'll react to the game while we're watching the game together. And 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 they told us we don't really have to hold back. We can really have some fun reacting to the game and really be ourselves and not have to mute ourselves. But here's the best part is they're pairing us up. So there will be two teams for each team so that we're not expected to do all 17 games. So you'll, uh, so I'll be doing eight or, or, or nine. We haven't worked out the schedule yet, but paired up with my old friend and co-host from field goals, Dana O'Gorman is going to be joining me. We're getting the band back together. Uh, we're going to call it Seahawks unfiltered with Dan and Dana on PSF, the pro sports fan app. So, um, that official announcement from PSF should be coming any moment now. Uh, I'll uh, certainly retweet that on Twitter. Uh, but really looking forward to that. You know, if you've listened to Dana and I, you know the chemistry we have and how much we like working together. And it'll be a lot of fun in, in a much more free-flowing, kind of relaxed atmosphere to actually react to games. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So download the app. It's going to be free. They've told us for the first couple of months of the season probably. And then once it does become a subscriber um, platform. It'll be very, very affordable. As Sean Salisbury himself said, it will cost less than a cup of coffee. So check it out. It's already live, right? So you can get into chat rooms. Uh, there's other sports in there. There are um, some baseball chat rooms where, that are actually doing some of this stuff during the games. And there's already a Seahawks fan chat room where, where you'll see me and Dana in there and we can post links and we can react to news and, and things like that. So get in there, play around with it, try it out, go to YouTube type in PSF uh, app and it'll kind of have some tutorials there on how to work your way around through it. But uh, really looking forward to it and the potential of that. And I'm glad to be a part of it. Follow me at Seahawks forever on Twitter. Um, And again, subscribe to the YouTube channel until next time forever and always go Hawks. Thanks for listening. You guys. Mm